Hey y'all, I'm Taylor DeHaze. I'm obsessed with all things business and fitness. I left my career as a TV reporter, followed my dreams, and created a multiple six-figure online coaching business in just one year. Now I'm sharing my strategy with you. Oh, and we'll keep it real, discussing mindset, money, and hardship to help you build the life of your dreams. So grab a cup of coffee and get cozy. Again, welcome to the Tailored Living Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. What's up, y'all? So this has been a highly requested topic. I have gotten so many questions over the last probably, I don't know, few weeks for whatever reason about reverse dieting, okay? So I will say first and foremost, guys, this podcast is not about what reverse dieting is, okay? I have a podcast already about that. So feel free to check that one out. It is called reverse dieting and, you know, kind of, I think it's called what is reverse dieting to be honest. So check that out if you're kind of like, what is it? But essentially I've gotten a lot of questions about who is reverse dieting for weight gain and duration. Like how long do they last? All of those things. I also have another reverse dieting podcast about the mental effects of it, right? So like the weight gain, goal setting, all of that. And that one I did with Sarah Bishop. So you can go check that one out as well. Um, Another reverse dieting option for you. But today is just some roundtable Q&A. So I'm going to kind of like rapid fire some answers and give you guys a general overview um, to help you out with reverse dieting and figure out kind of what that looks like, what to expect. And like I said, who, who is it for? So Hopefully this will be super helpful and clear up any questions that you guys have. I think reverse dieting is still such a trendy, like hot topic word in the fitness industry. And it's something that I have been doing personally since probably about 2012 or so. So it's been a long time. Um, And, you know, I will give you just a little quick brief, like, what is it? Okay. So this is again, not super detailed, but essentially you are increasing food slowly to allow your metabolism. to adjust over time until you hit a caloric intake that you feel energized at or you're at maintenance while building muscle and minimizing fat gain. So this is reverse dieting is, was popularized by Lane Norton. A lot of you guys, I'm sure, follow him, Bio Lane. So Lane Norton was my first coach, and I worked with him for a long time. Um, and he is who I learned how to reverse diet from, learning his methods and modalities and just such a wealth of knowledge. So essentially where this started was if somebody had done a contest prep or had been dieting forever and ever and ever, and they kind of hit a sticking point, it's almost like the opposite of dieting. So just like for dieting, you slowly drop calories over time, reverse dieting, you build calories back up, back to your new maintenance. Maintenance meaning a spot where you're not gaining or losing, you're just maintaining. That's where you build muscle. That is reverse dieting, right? And again, as you as you diet down, you know, you can't diet forever and ever, right? Like you have to stop that at some point. So so the idea is you get down to a certain point and your metabolism becomes adaptive. And, you know, again, your metabolism is not broken or slow or damaged. You, it just adapts to what you give it, okay? So if you've done a show or something like that, you reach a point where your body's not losing any more weight, okay? So to get out of that, we have to reverse diet. So again, slowly but surely, and the speed of reverse dieting will vary for for everybody, okay? Whether it be somebody who literally just stepped off of a stage or somebody who's just kind of in a moderate to low spot. For the sake of this podcast, we are going to keep this more to like a lifestyle client versus a competitor, um, just because that is kind of the majority of where the questions are coming from and who it makes sense for. 
Okay, so just know also, reverse dieting has been glamorized on Instagram as eat more food, lose weight. And I will say that does happen, okay? A lot of my clients do experience that. But some people are going to gain fat. Some people will last longer than others. Some people will drop weight longer than others. Like reverse dieting is very, very different, okay? If if you were if you were going to ask me, um, hey Taylor, what am I going to pay in taxes next year? I'd be like, uh, well, I don't know. What do you do? How much money did you make? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like that's honestly the question I feel when people ask me, like when my clients ask me, hey, how how much weight will I lose reverse dieting? I'm like, uh, well, first of all, you may not. <laughs> like, I don't know if that's the glamorous answer you want, but I will say, me personally. I am somebody that typically does not lose weight. I maintain pretty well on a reverse diet. So again, everybody's going to be different, okay? So let's dive into the first question of who is reverse dieting for? So I will say I start all of my lifestyle clients in a reverse diet, okay? The only time this might be different is a competitor who is who might be already good to go. They have spent time in a maintenance. They already are pretty well-versed. But anyone who is new to tracking their intake is likely going to start in a reverse diet because people are likely under eating. I have yet to get a client who's like, hey, Taylor, I'm crushing 3,000 calories. And I'm like, oh, cool. Oftentimes that doesn't happen. Okay. So here are the three ideal situations for somebody going into a reverse diet. I'm eating 1,200 calories and not losing weight. Time to turn up your metabolic heat. I want to eat more food without gaining weight. Or I want to get shredded, aka we got to build muscle, reverse diet, eat more, and then lose some weight during a dieting phase, okay? Always remember that the body that you reveal in your dieting phase is built in your off-season, okay? So those are kind of like who reverse dieting is for, but essentially pretty much anybody, okay? Like if you're somebody, I can't can't hit on the point enough. I'm eating 1,200 calories and not losing weight. Now, there's going to be a few kinds of people, okay? I've been very, very fortunate in the sense that my clients that come to me severely under eating are extremely coachable. I have had clients that are eating 700 calories a day, guys. Now, of course, they were binging, right, on the weekends or late at night or whatever. But they're like, Taylor, I know I need to eat more. I'm a little scared, but I, I, I'm ready, right? And, and those are like the ideal client for reverse dieting. If you get a client who is like, oh, I can't eat more food or like they are really struggling to add in carbohydrates or fat sources or anything like that, just make sure that you really, really, really focus on the benefits of reverse dieting and really focus on talking about like, hey, if you stay in this spot for so long, like it is going to be extremely detrimental to your overall health and well-being. And not to mention, like if you do want to lose this weight, you clearly aren't doing it at 1,200 calories because your metabolism has adapted to this, so it's time to change that up, right? I know that the fear of weight gain is very big for clients, right? And if you're listening and you're like, I'm sure you've identified like seven people who this relates to, right? But trust me, guys, by taking it really, really slow or listening to them, you are giving into their neuroses and you are not a good coach for doing that. Like flat out, if you are letting a client stay at 1200 calories because it's comfortable for them, that's not good coaching. So please don't do that. Please don't make that mistake. We want to make sure we are 
you know, we're, we're being, we're a coach for a reason, right? And they have hired us for a reason. So it's one thing to take a, you know, more of the tough love or maybe cheerleader approach, right? Everybody's going to need a different coaching love language. You guys hear me talk about that all the time, but I can't iterate that enough. Okay. And even if I get somebody who is eating like 18 or 1900 calories, that's still not a lot of food guys, right? So a diet is typically, you know, like a, 15 or 20% caloric cut because, you know, maintenance is like a 500 calorie range. Okay. So if you're thinking about the dieting phase, eventually we want to make sure we're at like the, the top threshold of our maintenance before we go into a diet. Okay. So again, really make sure that you understand somebody's true maintenance. And if you need more on this, I would encourage you to, you know, invest in a course, like some, take something like precision nutrition or, or spend some time learning more, right? That's the best way that we can get better. So let's talk about how long reverse diets last. Usually four to six months is pretty average. Okay. Now this is going to look different for everyone based on their dieting history and those kinds of things. But like if somebody is coming to me at 1200 calories, it's going to take us a long time to build up those, those calories, right? It's going to take us time. So if somebody comes to me already eating 2000 calories, I still will spend a little bit of time just making sure that they are at their maintenance, going over a food log, because again, just be, it's not just about calories, right? You want to make sure that like they're eating quality food. Okay. Not 2000 calories worth of pop tarts. I mean, back in like 2014, when flexible dieting became very glamorized, all we saw were quest bars, Oreos, pop tarts, and Arctic zero (laughs) TBT to those though. Like you guys, I remember I used to snack on Arctic zero and I would bake my quest bars like a weirdo. So if anyone's listening and can relate to that, yo, I feel you. Um, (laughs) so it's going to look different for everybody guys, but keep in mind the purpose of reverse dieting is again, it's not just how fast can we reverse diet to diet reverse dieting. And we'll get into the biofeedback a little bit later in this podcast, but you don't want to spend the majority of your year dieting, right? Like, you know, that your clients know that. And if you didn't know that, hello, hi, I'm telling you now. So a diet should last anywhere from like eight to 12 weeks, maybe 15 if the client is, is overweight, like pretty overweight, but you're not going to lose all 50 pounds in 12 weeks or whatever it happens to be, right? You reverse diet, maintain for a little bit, cut, reverse diet, maintain for a little bit, cut, but your reverse dieting is the main part. That is where you spend the majority of, of your life, the majority of your year. You build that, you know, you're building muscle, you're building a relationship with food. You feel good. You feel comfortable and confident. The majority of your life should not be spent in a deficit, which is why we're reverse dieting as well, right? To make sure our metabolism um, is constantly adapting and is not basically adapting to eating air, right? Okay. So how much weight will I gain? this question, if I had an answer to it, like a really solid answer, I would be a rich person. I really would. But building muscle requires gaining some body fat. Okay. And while my goal as a coach is to minimize fat gain, you're going to gain a little bit of body fat. It may not be immediately, right? There's a lot of responders that drop weight for like a few months and then they start to kind of gain weight again, right? It's really common for somebody to kind of like tighten up due to consistency, due to the metabolism kind of like jolting a little bit. Um, 
But your dieting history is really going to impact this a lot, okay? So let's say you have three people that weigh the exact same, okay? Three people, they weigh the exact same. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say these people, they're women, okay, just for the sake of the caloric uh, example. If you have a female who has never dieted before, she might be able to maintain on 2,400 calories, 2,500 calories, okay? Again, never dieted, able to maintain on 2,400 calories. Then you might have somebody who recently dieted, okay? Just, you know, they recently did a cut, whatever. They might be able to maintain on 2,100 calories. Again, because their metabolism was, was adapted to that lower amount, so it may take them a little bit longer to kind of bounce back. Then what you see a lot is you have the yo-yo dieting history, okay? So if somebody is like chronically dieted for a long time, they may maintain on 1,900 calories. And you guys, this was me. This was me to the nth degree when I was younger, okay? I cannot... I cannot reiterate this enough. If you have chronically dieted, you are likely going to gain a little bit more body fat because a healthy body finds a healthy weight. And for you to maintain your body, even though it wasn't your ideal, right? You're pissed. You're eating 1,200 calories. You can't lose weight. And you're like, what the hell? Your body isn't happy there, okay? Because you're not feeding it enough, okay? So for me, how did I overcome that? How did I maintain my weight on 24, 2,500 calories? I had to get uncomfortable the first time I reverse dieted and I had to gain about 10 pounds. However, what did that 10 pounds get me? That 10 pounds got me a really successful diet the next time. I never gained that weight back. I lost it and it was, it was great, right? But I will say, and, and that 10 pounds was over a year, okay? So it wasn't like, it was very slow, like one pound a month right? I mean, it was very, 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 very slow weight gain. Again, I don't say that to scare you, but I say that to just, I'm not here to sell you something glamorous. I am here to be real with you and to really break down the process of reverse dieting because it looks different for everybody. Like I said, this podcast was not done to to necessarily glamorize it, but reverse dieting is amazing, right? We're all going to go through it, hopefully, if you work through a coach or you're looking to build muscle or step on stage again or whatever it is or fix your relationship with food. But ultimately, like the results are going to vary or going to they're going to vary aesthetically as well, right? Like I said, some people gain, lose, maintain. But again, if you are somebody that has chronically dieted, it's going to be less it's less likely that you can reverse diet as high as somebody else who has never dieted, okay? And also your age is going to play a role in how much you gain as well. If I have a female who is like postmenopause, we're not going to push her calories to 2500. Like that's just not a smart move, right? I mean, there might be a, an occasion where that that happens. There's always outliers. I will say too as you're listening to this, know that we should never be dogmatic about approaches or numbers or any of that, okay? So if you're constantly giving your clients numbers based off of calculations and all of that, I'm going to encourage you to just, again, look at everybody as a person, look at their biofeedback, look at what they're telling you, look at their dieting history. A calculation is not always going to be correct, right? We know this because macro calculators are incorrect, right? That's why we as coaches give our perspective. So if you're constantly just being a calculator for your coaches or for your clients, excuse me, I encourage you to tweak that a little bit and make sure that you are not being too dogmatic. Okay. So when is a reverse diet over? 
This is one of the most probably frequently asked questions I will say that I get because a lot of times clients are eager to diet. They are tired of reverse dieting. They get full. They're like, oh, I'm tired of eating all this food, all that kind of stuff, right? So when you're determining a stopping point for your reverse diet, the most important question you should ask yourself is why you chose to reverse diet in the first place, okay? So let me let me kind of break this down for you. So number one, there's like two options that I hear a lot, or I would say the two most common. Number one, the first is to bring your calories up to a comfortable level, meaning you're eating little food, you're uncomfortable, you're always hungry, you're cranky, you're tired, your sex drive is low, you might feel wonky. Obviously, we need to bring calories up to feel comfortable. The second one is to get your metabolism running as fast as possible or adapting to the highest amount of calories as possible. So if you need more food to feel comfortable, these are a few things that I typically hear. You're, you're always fighting the urge to binge. You're tired of being hungry all the time. You were struggling to maintain your body on miserably low calories, and you just finished a diet and wanted to maintain um, your fat loss while you're eating more food, right? That's kind of what we talked about earlier. So in each of these situations, the main goal of the reverse diet wasn't really to push your metabolism to its like upper limit, but it's more of just to find a spot where you're comfortable and binge free. So this is why I say the reverse diet isn't just like hurry up and diet, okay? If I have a client that is struggling with binge eating, which is so common for me, or food anxiety, right? Like they cannot go out to dinner and eat anything that is not super easily trackable, right? That is a problem. That is food anxiety. That is not why we track macros. Tracking macros is going to be really helpful in the beginning when you are learning how to build a plate, when you are learning how to, you know, eat more protein or eat a consistent amount. But ultimately, if you have a date night or something, I don't want you saying, hey, Taylor, uh, what should I eat at this restaurant tonight over time? I want you to say, well, like pick something that you feel comfortable with, right? And if you decide to choose entertainment over health and by, you know, what I mean by that is if you decide that you want to go a little more indulgent, that's fine. But an untracked meal or uh, just anything that has no food label should should be easily you, – you should feel comfortable eating that is my point, Right. So if I get somebody who's binging and I know that they're struggling, I'm not like, let's hurry and diet you because what happens? Why do people binge? People binge because they feel restricted. So I'm not going to hurry their reverse diet to restrict them because what do you think will happen? It's like the, the circle of life. We don't love, but the circle of life we don't want, right? So, um, you know, I typically will reverse, I'll stop reverse dieting as soon as my client is happy with their food intake and they start to, uh, they're not binging as much, right? Because what happens is once, once my clients start to eat a consistent amount over time, they stop binging because they're not hoarding food. They feel satisfied. Okay. That is how you work with somebody to overcome binge eating. And once they get to that point, oftentimes they're like, Taylor, I don't, I don't really want to diet. I'm really happy with where I'm at. I feel comfortable for the first time in my life. I am not food focused. I mean, that is what we preach at Taylor training is, you know, it's not about the fat loss, right? It's these non-scale victories and living life to the fullest. And I'm not trying to sound cheesy or, you know, hashtag haze. Like that's not where I'm going with this, but truly if you are somebody that has been deprived and has constantly restricted yourself, and then you finally get to a place where you can go out to dinner, have a burger and you're like, I don't feel 
guilty. That is something that you cannot put a price tag on. Okay. So on the other hand, if any of the following, uh, any of the following described you at the start of your reverse and your goal was likely to stimulate your metabolism to burn through as much fuel as possible, right? So you want to lose weight, but you need more calories to work with, okay? Or you hit a weight loss plateau, so you need to restore your metabolism to lose weight. Or you need to get your calories as high as possible to fuel like a competition, right? Um, Or you love food and you just want to eat as much as possible. That's honestly me. (laughs) That's, That's honestly me. Any, like who, who is actually going to say they don't want to eat more food? Like I always want to eat more food. Okay. So my goal is I love being a foodie. Okay. So I'm a competitor and I diet hard, but I also reverse diet hard because I like to enjoy myself. I like to go out to dinner and have a burger and fries and not feel like I'm, you know, oh crap, I've got a, I, I, I blew it. Right. Which, which you shouldn't have that mentality anyway. But if I'm eating 2,500 calories a day and I go out for a burger one night, I'm pretty much going to stay within my caloric range. Like that's not going to be a big deal, right? So in these situations, you know, stoking the metabolic, the metabolic furnace, you know, is, is critical, right? So what do you need to do? You're going to get to a point where weight gain might begin or fluctuate from week to week, but don't be alarmed. Okay. So, so like I said, when does the, when does the reverse diet end? Number one, we already talked about when biofeedback is apparent. So what I mean by that is they are less stressed. They are not binge eating anymore. Their sleep is good. They feel good. Their period has regained. Let me, I could go on and on about that. But if you have a client that has lost their cycle, you should not be dieting them. Okay. And you probably should, should outsource or get some blood work done or some kind of panel or lab to figure out what's going on. And if you don't feel comfortable looking at labs, I would encourage uh, outsourcing and finding a health practitioner or something that can look at that more closely. Um, or the second thing, right, is, well, biofeedback should always be on point before you diet. But in addition to that, like I said, the, the weight might fluctuate from week to week, like a pound or two. That's totally normal. If the scale starts to go up for several weeks, it's typically a sign that your body is not as responsive to those extra calories. That's probably a sign that your reverse diet is over. So, maintaining, right? So if we start to gain weight, what do we do? I would encourage you to just hold steady, okay? It's not going to go up forever, right? We talked about this. Weight gain is different for everybody. But stay on those ending calories for at least six to eight weeks, likely longer, so that your metabolism adjusts to that higher intake, right? Like we talked about, metabolism is adaptive. So we need to make sure that we are responsive during a fat loss phase, which means we need to hang out at maintenance for a while, not to mention that is where we build muscle. Okay. So how do you start a reverse diet? First, you're going to identify your why you're going to track your intake for probably two weeks. Okay. I recommend not changing anything, but see what happens. Okay. So if you gain weight, you're likely eating above maintenance. If you lose weight, I would say start a reverse diet. Um, And if you maintain, I would encourage you to bump up your calories as well, right? And just see what happens because you could be at the low end of your maintenance phase. Um, And we always are taking on clients at Tailored Training. So tailoredtraining.com to apply to work with us if you are ever interested in having a coach kind of guide you through that process because it is something that can be a little scary and it is a little more of an advanced you know, way of, of dieting. Right. So I hope that answered your questions, guys. I have gotten so many in reverse dieting. So if this helped you, please leave a review. 
uh, would mean a lot to me. And if you loved it, go ahead and share it on Instagram, tag me, and I will see you guys next time. I want to give you a virtual high five for finishing another episode of the Tailored Living Podcast. If you're looking for a community of badass go-getters to bounce ideas and answer questions, join my exclusive goal-getter community on Facebook. The link's waiting for you on Instagram. Until next time, bye y'all.